Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how we want to live our lives, is it not? Anyway, you are just going to have to bear with me this week because my voice is pretty shot. It's it's probably going to get worse as the episode goes on. I was at a wedding this past weekend and I might have screamed a little too loud during the dancing and singing at the reception and here we are and here's my voice. So that's what you get to deal with today. But in today's episodes, I, in today's episodes, it's just one. In today's episode, I want to talk about how to handle mood swings. Now when I'm talking about mood swings, you know, this really applies to if you're dealing with bipolar disorder, if you're dealing with, from a ladies, if you're dealing with the PMS and the mood swings that come with that, um, or if you're just dealing with, you know, if you notice that you just have some pretty, you know, things can set you off, you have some pretty intense mood swings in general. This is what I want to talk about today because I think that this is, I mean, I don't think, I know that this is like a huge obstacle for a lot of people. Um, it was for me when I was still, you know, struggling with bipolar disorder. And um, and it's just like, how, how do you even understand how to navigate that when it seems like your body does it automatically? So before we dive in, let's go ahead and read review of the, re- the review. My goodness, goodness, bear with me. The review of the week for this week, and it is titled Sanity Guru. It's a five-star review by Siberian Husky Kisses, which just sounds wonderful. Honestly, just sounds like that just sounds glorious. Um, and it says, since I've discovered you and started listening to your podcast a few months ago, my life has been enriched and improved. Thanks for being my brain coach and motivator. I was diagnosed with bipolar 2 disorder back in September. I tried meds and they just didn't work out for me. It felt like I was putting a band-aid on the problem instead of digging deep into my into myself to change. It can be done. It just takes some work and lots of self-love and care. You helped teach me that when medical pro- you helped teach me that when medical professionals couldn't. I can now see Oh my goodness, guys. I'm just messing up today. <laughs> Hello. I can now see clearly after the fog from the meds I took has lifted. It takes effort, but nothing worthwhile is ever easy to accomplish. Now, I, mm, a Siberian Husky Kisses, I'm going to challenge you on that one. It can be easy if you want it to. <laughs> now I can say, now I can say I can get back to happy for real and heal my soul in the process. I still have loads of work to do, but I know that when I start doubting myself and need a boost, I can turn on any episode and get slapped with some hashtag wisdom nuggets to set me straight. Yes. <laughs> You are doing a great job. Please keep the goodness coming. I can't wait to read your book. I'll be sure to leave a review after I do. 
Thank you so much for that review, Siberian Husky Kisses. That was just amazing. I loved that review. Um, and if you don't know what book they are talking about, it's my book, Back to Happy. If you go to www.simplyolly.com books, you can find my book, Back to Happy, there, which you can order through Amazon. You can also find um, my book, 10 Days to Self-Love, which is a digital book. Um, that is also there as well. So if you want to read what a right, go to the website. That rhymed and I'm proud of that. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's talk about how to handle mood swings. Now, <clears throat> when it comes to mood swings, like the biggest thing you need to, to know when it comes to this is that you have to be familiar with your emotional spectrum. And I'm not just talking about the emotional spectrum of like, there's happy and there's sad and there's angry and there's meh and there's a whole bajillion other ones in between. Okay. Emotions are fascinating. There's so many of them, but I want you to get familiar with your emotional spectrum. And I think this is the most important step and it is the step that everybody skips. Everybody just tries to figure out how to shift their emotions, how to, how to change it, how to stop it, that stuff without actually getting familiar with their own emotional spectrum. And that is where the problem lies. And that is where you'll find that, um, you know, no matter what you do, you kind of end up falling back into the same patterns is because you, you just don't know yourself. And really that kind of lies within this, like, uh, you have to look at the stuff you won't, you don't necessarily want to look at. It's cool to look at like this idea of like, oh, when I'm happy, I'm like this. But it's like, how familiar have you gotten with how you act or think or feel or, you know, what you do when you're angry? How familiar have you gotten with that? <laughs> and not just like, oh, yeah, I get mad. But like, do you turn beat red? Like your girl here goes like, like I red Hulk out when I get angry. Do you turn beat red? Does your heart race? Do you start saying nastier words to people? Do you start getting meaner? Do you get short tempered with people? Like, do you shut people out? You know, get familiar with how you behave within each type of emotion, especially when it comes to, let's say the mood swing you're, you're trying to figure out, you're trying to navigate, um, you know, is from happy to sad, you know, you need to know what happy looks like. You need to know what sad looks like. You have to know what those things look like because one, it's going to give you just valuable information on what kind of things are going to work to help you, you know, either move through that quicker or kind of step in front and um, and stop it before it gets to an extreme, right? It's okay to feel your emotions. Don't don't sit here and listen to me and go, okay, well, I'll just like <laughs> gut it off at the head and I'll just never get sad, okay? Because you will. You're just going to push it deep, deep down and then it's going to like explode like a fire hydrant. So don't think that you can just avoid it. But there are ways to um, to ease it, to process it, to work through it without it hitting this like crazy intensity of just like crying for hours or, you know, having this like sadness feed into this negative self-talk about who you are and your worth and that kind of stuff. Okay. So really, I, I encourage you to the next time you're in an emotion, um, you know, bring awareness to it and be like, okay, I'm feeling really sad right now. I want you to start off with that little nugget, a wisdom nugget. Call it out. I'm 
sad right now. Just freaking say it out loud, okay? And then I want you to dig a little deeper. Well, what does that look like? Um, and if, if that's not something you can do in the moment, which is totally, totally acceptable, because it was something that was very hard for me to reflect on in the moment, and I think that's another big mistake people make, is they try to reflect on it in the moment or work through it in the moment. Um, and yeah. And then you're just like, but then you're overwhelmed, then you're exhausted, then your brain's already on overdrive, and you can't really process a lot of new information when your brain is in that state of of just, just amplified energy. Okay, so what I suggest you do is if you can't do it in the moment, if you can, kudos to you. don't know what those sound effects were, but kudos to you. Um, and if you cannot, that's okay. Afterwards, after you move through it, you know, really, really point out to yourself like, okay, I want to, I want to sit down. I want to write down, um, and reflect on what I just experienced. And that is a huge help for you to write it down, whether you're in it or out of it, write it down. Um, because there have been times where I've actually, I did a little challenge. I think I shared this on a previous podcast episode, which I'm not going to remember what it is regardless. Um, I sat down and really challenged myself to like write out my thoughts and my feelings and what was going on with me while I was in, um, I think that was when I was, well, it was still when I was dealing with the bad, but it was when I was in a pretty intense um, depression episode. And so I took that time to really journal out how I was feeling, how I thought about myself, how I viewed the world, my perspective, that kind of stuff. I journaled it out while I was in it. And then when I got out of it, um, and I was feeling a lot better. Um, I journaled again on my perspective and how I was feeling and, and what my thoughts were and what I believed. And they were so polar different. They were just, it was kind of mind blowing. So that's why I say like, it's important to kind of keep record of this and, and get familiar with your emotional spectrum, because when you're out of it, you might not realize how intense, like how you might not get a, a real time visual of what it's like when you're in it. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So I do suggest trying that, that journaling technique if, if you have never done that. But um, regardless, get, get familiar with that emotional spectrum. Um, after the fact, you know, really reflect on it. And that way you can kind of, basically what you're doing is you're creating this baseline of, okay, this is how I act. You're not stepping in. You're not trying to change anything yet. You're just getting a baseline for who you are and how you act and how you feel and think in each different state because it fluctuates. All right. Like I'm sitting here, I'm feeling really good. And I'm like, yeah, I'm the boss. I'm on top of the world. I love my life. I'm super happy. But am I going to feel that way when I'm experiencing a moment of doubt or fear or insecurity? Maybe I'm going out of my comfort zone. Maybe I'm trying something new and I'm just like, oh gosh, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not to the point yet where I can do that. I shouldn't do that yet because I don't have enough proof or enough validation. You know, I haven't done X, Y, or Z, therefore I can't, I, I shouldn't do this. I'm not ready. Is that the same? I mean, it's the same person, but really those thoughts are different. Those patterns are different. And it's because I'm in a different emotional state in each of those scenarios. And when you can start to recognize that stuff, you can start to actually call it out when you're in it and be like, okay, no, Olivia, this is how you think when you're scared. This is how you feel when you're just going outside of your comfort zone, when you're trying something new. 
And if you can recognize that, guess what that is? Guess what that is? That is detaching from the situation. And you have probably, well, I don't want to say you've probably, but you might have heard somebody tell you, yeah, you just need to step away. Detach. Just see it from an outside perspective. I know I've told you that. I know I have told you to do that. And if you're wondering the how, that's your how. That is your how right there. You get familiar with your your emotional spectrum, and that way you can actually see it clearly when you're in it. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to. You're just going to think that that's just the way things are. That's just how it is. That's just how you think and how you feel, and that's who you are. The difference when you don't know from what, when you don't know your emotional spectrum, from when you do know your emotional spectrum, is when you don't know it, when you're in that moment, you think that that is truth, that is fact, that is who you are, and this is how you're going to be forever. When you are aware of your emotional spectrum, now give or take, you know, this this is going to be a process, this is going to take some learning and some practicing, but when you're aware of your emotional spectrum, when you're in it, you can go, okay, This is how I am in in this state. This is how I feel when I'm sad. This is how I behave when I'm scared. And you can go, okay, well, let me go ahead and pull myself out of that. Let me go ahead and take myself out of the state because that's not who I am. That's not who I choose to be. And therefore, I'm going to go ahead and let myself move through this. I feel that fear. Yep, it's there. But I'm going to choose who I want to be because I know that this is not my truth. This is not who I am. And who I am is something stronger right? So it's okay to feel it. But when you're aware of it, you know how to move out of it. Ta-da! So the way that you do that is you really, once you get familiar with your emotional spectrum, you create this proactive toolkit, okay? And I call it a toolkit because it's more than one thing. I'm never going to be the person to sit here and tell you that like meditation is the answer or this is the answer or this is the answer, okay? Everybody's different, right? These these steps that I teach, especially the steps that I teach in in my program, Beat the Bad, the reason they work is because it's about building your own toolkit. It's flexible. It's open. It starts out with structure because that's what you need at the start. But then you learn to trust in yourself. You learn to break away and you learn to figure out what works for you as you have start to have more confidence and you start to know, you know, what makes your heart sing, what works, what doesn't work. What works in this moment, but doesn't work in that moment. Um, everybody's different. So that's that's why I teach this. And that's why I'm telling you to create a proactive toolkit. Once you know how you function. So let's go back to, let's go back to the anger thing. Okay. So like, for me, I knew that when I got angry, I would red Hulk out. I'd get really hot. My heart would race. Um my head would pound. I definitely start using nastier words. Your girl cussed a lot more. (laughs) All that good stuff. Okay. So my proactive toolkit, you know, I really sat down and, and you need to plan this out outside of the mood swing. So outside of being in that emotion, you want to create this proactive toolkit. And so outside of that, I was like, okay, if I start getting hot, if I start, you know, my heart starts racing, I know that what's going to really help me in that moment you know, or at least, you know, you create these, what you want to do, then you test them. If they don't work, then you find something else that could work. Again, flexibility, adaptability, all that good stuff. But I'm like, okay, I know I need to get myself some air. So I either need to like get to a place where I can kind of cool down, step away, get somewhere a little cooler, you do some deep breathing, try to really slow that heart rate down. Um, 
maybe close my eyes, just try to like relax. My muscles would get super tense. So for me, it was, you know, very much about like, okay, like forcing myself to like relax your muscles, girl, get those to ease up. And then, um, you know, and then watch what I'm saying, watch my mouth. All right. That's this, don't make this complicated. Like this is a proactive toolkit. It's just little steps you can take because now that you're familiar with your emotional spectrum, you've got these steps you can take to really um, start to navigate it, start to help yourself, start to ease these symptoms. Okay. And I like to try to do it with things that don't reside outside of me. But sometimes, you know, if it's like, yeah, be I could go eat a fruit. <laughs> I don't know. That was weird. Um, you know, then do that. Um, clearly within a healthy range, don't be like, I'm stressed, therefore alcohol. Because <gasps> that's not, I'm not teaching you that. That's your choice if you want to do that. But I vote no. Because I used to do that all the time. And let me tell you, it's not a long-term solution. All right. So what this is going to mean when you create this proactive toolkit, when you are getting familiar with this emotional spectrum, it means that you're going to have to switch up how you, quote unquote, normally do things. Okay. And this is where people get tripped up too, because they're afraid to go outside of their routine, outside of their comfort zone, whatever, um, in order to kind of bring themselves back to center. And they're like, well, I should just be able to like be how I normally am or whatever. And, and, you're going to have to accept the fact that you're going to have to switch up how you normally do things for a moment, if not for your lifestyle, but at least for a moment to, to handle these mood swings, right? To start to ease them. And here's, I mean, here's the beautiful part is like, when you start to learn how to ease them, okay, then you start to see them coming on all this good stuff. We're going to talk about that in a second. But you really do have to get outside of your your normal routine. Okay. There have been times when I have literally had to walk outside, outside of my home. I went from one emotion to the next. I had this intense mood swing and I was like, whoa, I want to bring that back real fast. I want to bring that back in. So I had to step outside, do some deep breathing. Would I normally just go step outside to breathe? No, no, I wouldn't have. But when I'm talking about how you switching up, how you normally do things, Stop trying to push through and continue to live the way that you're living, okay? Stop trying to push through, pretend like it's not happening, do things as normal because it's not going to help you, okay? It's all right to switch things up so that you can improve your mental health, so that you can get yourself back on track and you can, you can feel relief. Jeez, it's okay to do that for yourself. Have you ever told a friend, hey, go take a break. I, I, I'll be here. You know, like, have you ever tried to cover for rent? Like, go take a break. They really didn't need covering. They just need to be told to take a break. You're the same situation, yo. Go take a break. <laughs> I'm going to take a drink of water because my voice is... Oh. Yeah, that sounded pretty. If you got some water, drink it. All right. So, I want to tell you the secret sauce. Yes. This is the, like, the magic in how to handle your mood swings. So once you get down your emotional spectrum, right? Once you understand your emotional spectrum, once you create that proactive toolkit and you've really been kind of, you know, practicing navigating these, these emotions, moving yourself through them, um, you know, 
getting ahead of them. And you're like, Olivia, yeah, but like, I don't want to have to do this forever. I don't have to be like, and I'm here and I'll bring myself back and I'm out and I bring myself back. I don't want to do that forever. I feel you. I did not either. So here's the secret sauce in handling your mood swings. Are you ready? Are you ready? I don't know if you're ready. It is knowing your transitions. What in the world does that mean, Olivia? (laughs) It means knowing the in-betweens. Now, this takes some practice. This, This takes just being aware, right? It's not impossible, though. So I'm going to give you an example really quick. When I was really trying to figure out, you know, it's one thing, I'll tell you this, it's one thing to beat anxiety. It's one thing to beat depression. It's another thing to beat bipolar. Not impossible, but there is an extra element. And it is this, it is knowing those transitions. And what I mean by that is for me, like, so for instance, I would go from really happy to really sad. And I learned my happy points. I liked, actually liked those. I was like, yeah, I do great when I'm happy. I'm super productive, all those things. I was like, I'm actually okay when I'm at that happy, high level being bipolar. Now, I know some people go really manic and they do some really intense things. That's not where I was. But then I would go to this really extreme low really fast. And I'm talking matter of minutes. I would go from happy-go-lucky, the Olivia that you're hearing here on the podcast, like whoop, 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 until literally sitting on a couch and crying my eyes out. Like seconds to minutes is how, how I would shift. And so for me, like, and then I knew those, those really low lows. I knew what it felt like to be that, like that depressed. I started to understand that more. But the secret sauce was knowing what the drop off or the transition felt like from one emotion to the next. And so it really came down to, you know, it's one of those things that I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to have to experience it a few times. It's it's one of those things where you're going to experience it, you're going to reflect on it after, and you're going to do that a few times. And you're just going to keep adding information. You're just learning more and more about yourself. But I, and this, like, I'm talking about bipolar right now, but this totally applies to like, like PMSing. And I'm just going to call it out because that is something where, you know, women experience like really intense emotional shift. And, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, one of the key indicators that I'm having that emotional shift is that I'll start getting really short with my husband. Like I'll just start getting really short with him where I have no patience I get frustrated easily and that's not normally how I act with him. And those are little key indicators that I am transitioning into this like more intense like emotion. And so that is an opportunity for me to step in and be like, whoa, I see you. I see what's happening here. No, 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 no. And because I know my lows, I know that, okay, If I keep myself up, if I keep myself motivated, if I give myself lots of love, positive self-talk, it's going to help me from hitting that like really intense end of the spectrum. So the secret sauce is really knowing those transitions. So whether that is like you going from happy to sad and then seeing this kind of drop off or maybe seeing this like raise, because I know for some of my bipolar peeps, the thing is like, you feel normal and then you go up into this really manic state where you're like, wow. Okay. For me, like that drop off was when I started feeling tired, started feeling like I didn't want to do things, 
that kind of stuff. These little tiny baby indicators and they're going to be small. They're not going to be like, hey, I have a flag. I'm a transition. Look at me. Okay. They're baby indicators. But when you start looking for them, you're going to see them. It's like breadcrumbs. (laughs) You're like, oh, look at that. Did not know that was there before. Because when you're not looking, right, when you're not familiar with your emotional spectrum, then all you see is one extreme to the next. You don't think there's any cause or any transition. Like you just see the big blobs of emotions. This is going to start refining and bringing clarity to what you're experiencing. And when you know those transitions, you go back to step two and you create a proactive toolkit so that you can start stepping in in the midst of that transition and then you catch yourself like a little baby. That was weird. (laughs) But seriously, you catch yourself, you help, help yourself and you keep yourself from from having these like really intense mood swings. So that's how it's done, yo. Get familiar with that emotional spectrum, create a proactive toolkit, switch up how you normally do things, and know your transitions. And then, bonus, create a proactive toolkit for the transitions. See? See? It's not so complicated. Don't come at me with like, yeah, Olivia, it sounds, sounds simple, but it's not that easy. If you come at me with that, I will get you. (laughs) It is only not easy if we make it not easy. We make things complicated sometimes, more so than we need to, because we're either told that it needs to be complicated or, I don't know, we just default to it. But if that pops up for you, if that thought pops up for you and you're like, there's no way it can be this easy, hmm, I challenge you. I challenge you to challenge that. And if that pops up, be like, well, how do I make it easy? How can I make this easy for myself? Because I want to make it. Do you not want to make it easy? Are you not entertained? Anyway, so that is it. That's it for how to handle mood swings. Mm, That's so exciting. And if you really dug this episode, I encourage you to share it with someone in person. Take a screenshot, post it on Instagram and tag me at The Real Simply Ollie. You can put it in your stories. Share with me gratitude not a gratitude nugget. I just say gratitude nugget all the time. A wisdom nugget that you got from the episode. Um, And yeah, also my program Beat the Bad is going to be opening up next month. So I am going to tell you right now, if you are interested and you want to get on the wait list so that you are the first to know and you get first dibs, that's right, first dibs, then go to www.simplyolly.com slash BTB waitlist. Okay? Go there, get on the waitlist. You're not committing it to anything. You're just saying, hey, I want the info when it's about that time, when you're about to open the doors. I want to know. That's all you're saying by getting on the waitlist. So I want to keep you in the know. I want to keep you in the loop so you don't miss out. And that is for my ladies who want to beat bipolar anxiety and depression so that they can live happier lives and have more energy to help others and just make an impact in this world and to thrive. Just like I am today. Whoop, whoop. And just like all my students are. So that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying simply awesome. I'll keep staying simply Ollie. And I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.